You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. Muy buen día, mi gente. Bienvenidos a su show. Welcome to our show, Hispanic Wealth Matters with JT, Jose Tejada. That's me, your host. I am very excited to bring this very first episode to you, and I thought that it would make sense that I start this by sharing a little bit about myself and where the inspiration for this came from. I am an immigrant. I came to the United States when I was about 10 years old with my family, and we came to the United States via an amnesty program due to the Civil War in El Salvador, which is where we are from. I am the oldest of three children. My brother Byron is next, and my baby sister Ingrid is last. We came here, and you could have gone to one of three places through this program. You could have landed in the United States. You could have landed in Canada or Australia, which, fun fact, at least I think it's fun. Every time I say that, people say, well, it's a fact. You let us know if it's fun. We'll tell you if it's fun. It, that Australia has the third largest uh, population in the world of Salvadorians because of this, this whole thing that was happening during the Civil War. So we come to, New, to the United States. We land in Queens, New York. I was about 10 years old, which essentially means I had a lot of memory. And so I remember a lot of firsts. And, and it's always an ongoing joke with my friends and I, because I knew the world as a, as a child in Central America. Well, it's a lot of most of them were growing up here in the United States. And so I didn't, you know, my, my, like my He-Man spoke Spanish, right? My He-Man was not um, English speaking or my small wonder wasn't speaking English either. So it was a different upbringing for me. And I got here and, and I, I ended up, you know, moving to our family reunited and we ended up moving to going west and landed in North Hollywood, California, reuniting with my mother's two sisters, my tia Flora and my tia Jeanette. And that's sort of how the story happens to unfold. We end up in the West San Fernando Valley the rest of the time. And I you know, end up attending Cal State University Northridge. I go to Canoga Park High School in the West San Fernando Valley, where I reside still today in West Hills. So that's, you know, my digest, a little bit of my background, where I come from. What I do for a living is I am currently a mortgage banker and I've had the privilege and luckiness that I grew up in financial services. I, I happened to really want to work at a blockbuster when I started college. And I really, really thought that, and some of you that may be younger don't know what that is, you know, Google that. But Blockbuster to me, especially, you know, being in a lower income family at that time and, and, and growing up in America now, I, I it was the most amazing place in the world. I mean, the bright blue lights and, and the whole art of it, the idea that you get to go there and have this ritual of as a community or, or on a date, right, as a couple figuring out what was the movie to see. And there weren't like trailers available on your phone. And it was just a kind of a gamble. And, and it was, there was a lot of magic to that. And I've always loved film and I've always loved, you know, image art, like photography and film because, you know, it's just something that I connect to very much. And probably also because it kind of raised us, you know, we're kind of those kids that were raised a lot on television and maybe that was part of the attraction. So I, I end up wanting to work at Blockbuster and, and they wouldn't hire me three times. They don't hire me. So then across the way, there was a, a bank called Washington Mutual that also doesn't exist anymore. 
And I ended up applying there sort of just out of anger. <laughs> and they did take me. They took me on as a bank teller. I was a terrible bank teller. I, I couldn't, you know, balance my drawer properly. But I was like an equal terrible bank teller. Like sometimes I took money from the customers and sometimes from the bank. It was kind of like a, a Robin Hood thing. And so I was really not good at it. And I had a manager at the time who coincidentally this week just reached out to me after having not spoken to him for maybe about 10 years. His name was Eli Norkin. And he says, you know, you're a really bad teller. And I, you know, I was like, yeah, I am. And he's like, well, but you're good at people. Why don't you try going on the platform and, and selling new accounts and loans? So I started doing my, my financial career like that. I am very connected to real estate in the sense that what it's brought to, to my life. And I'm really connected to financial services and the things that I've been able to learn in my career. Fast forward to that. In 2008, we had a the great economic crash. And then that's sort of started the second chapter of my career in finance. At that point, I was a branch manager managing two offices for, for Washington Mutual. And I end up, you know, Washington Mutual collapsed. So I end up going to a company called a Union Bank, who, who doesn't exist now anymore. I always joke. I'm like, give me nine to 10 years, I'll take out a bank. And so I end up going to Union Bank and I start working there in private banking and wealth management. And that was really the beginning of, of really my training in complex financial topics. Over the 13 years that I spent there, I, I learned a lot about you know commercial finance and estate planning and insurance planning. I ended up getting several investment licenses as well as lending licenses. And, and then in 2019, I left that and started my own mortgage practice with a company that I'm now with. It's with guaranteed rate. So throughout this time, I've had the privilege to get a lot of training, a lot of education. And I've also been always connected to my community, to the Hispanic community. And when I say that, I'm not talking just about like who my parents would be, right? But also my peers, also Latinos that are, you know, either younger or growing up. I, I serve in a lot of different boards through my philanthropic efforts and talking finance uh, to youth and speaking in finance to young adults and to immigrants is one of my passions. And so I get involved in, in a lot of that, but I start to figure out that the access to proper information is very lacking. And I think more lacking today than it ever was in my now 23 years in the financial arena. So I start to realize that, that this is so, you know, it's difficult for people to get really true financial truth. And the thing is now that more than ever, we have these things that I call weapons of mass distraction. And you get a lot of headlines, you get a lot of uh, inaccurate information sometimes in social media that doesn't really, that, that kind of steers people the wrong way, or maybe gives them fear that they shouldn't have. Because as I always tell people, the ones that win the game are the ones that know the rules of the game, right? Or people like to say, ah, the la ricos, the rules are for the rich. And, and it's just not true. I've been around um, this world for many years at a very high level, and it's just not that. The rules are for who know the rules. The, the federal tax code, the system, the IRS, they're all rules for everybody. You just got to know how to how to interpret and navigate those rules. So that is me. What is this podcast going to be about? Well, it's going to be about Hispanic wealth matters. It's going to be about various topics that are discussed around a dinner table, that are discussed around home, that are discussed with me and my clients. 
that sometimes just come up in conversation within, you know, maybe my group of friends or other, or I get brought into these conversations. I want to talk about a variety of, of things that impact finance in general, but I'm also going to tone it to the Hispanic community in the United States. I thought that in collaboration with the Mission Matters folks, we thought that this would be a great idea to bring these conversations, these ideas, and broadcast them to everyone so that everyone can be part of that conversation. And if at minimum, create more curiosity and create some clarity. I will be interviewing a variety of guests that you know will bring their stories, their experience, their background and we'll have conversations around estate planning. We'll have conversations on insurance planning. We'll have conversations about what happens in this country when you're raising kids with disabilities. What happens when you have a blended family? What are those experiences like? We might talk about real estate topics. We might talk about planning topics. We might talk about, you know what? We might talk about, you know, funeral service topics. There's no real topic that's off of the table because finance and money is part of our lives all the time, every day. And then my goal is also to keep this thing contemporary, to keep talking about the things that are happening as they're happening. That's the idea. That's what I want to bring to you guys. I really want to create a community out of this podcast. I will, I love interacting with people and I love always interviewing uh very interesting guest. I hope that uh, we can continue this and make it a success. That is me, Jose Tejada, and I look forward to talking to you on the next episode. Buen día, mi gente. Que estén bien. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.